Hey, if you like this podcast, uh, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash W-I-R-R. We would highly appreciate it. It's only like $3. There's video. I'm sure at some point there'll be better stuff. Uh, if you like the podcast and don't want to spend any money, share it with all of your friends. That's free. We're giving you free content or $3 content. Just give it to your friends. Tell them about it. We like you. We would probably like them. If you like us, they might like us. And then you get to be the cool person who shares that with, like, your friends. You can be the cool person who turns them on to cool things. So do that. Enjoy the episode. Thanks. <laughs> Comedy Mushroom Cult Podcast. I'm Ray Roberts. That's How Briggs. <laughs> How Briggs, baby. How Briggs. <laughs> What's Nobody that from? That's like a Kanye West um, interview with uh, Sway from like uh, whatever Sway in the morning show was back then. He Does was he talking say about. No. So like the the whole thing was he was like, I need the infrastructure to like, I have all these great ideas. I just need somebody to like invest in them, but nobody will because I'm a rapper. And Sway's like, well, just do it yourself. And he's like, how Sway? Like, that's the whole movie. Oh, yeah, how Sway. Yeah. yeah. So I changed it to how Briggs. Dude, that was I would have never seen that if you didn't send it to me, and it was so funny. I was like laughing hysterically in the in in the bar, and I was just like so dumb. It's I saw um because I saw it posted, and I saw Vochko put something. He was like, "How how Briggs is one of my favorite comedians or some <laughs> shit like that." So I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Like what a very and he does it to everybody, which is the best part about it all. It's like it's not so a good. real weekend until he fucks up your name. It was my first weekend there, believe it or not. How was it? Matt Fultron, the full charge, the fucking Matt, man, right? Dude, fucking man. What a nice guy. He's what a the just fucking like, best. Absolute, just like gem of a person. He was like, uh, he's one of the first weekends that I was like hanging out at the funny stop, like regularly. And like, this was one like deep, heavy drinking days. So I was like sitting there drinking $12 pitchers or whatever they cost there. And I was on like, I was a pitcher deep after the first show because i was just because like i've been watching matt fultron for i mean he's been doing it for 20 years or whatever yeah. so i've been watching like i've seen him open for segura a bunch of times like i've been watching him forever so i was like oh if i can see him for free i'm gonna go hang out and like i'd be drinking anyway so like let's go sit at the bar have a pitcher of beer and then like the early show pete just kept yelling at me like this is a this is a comedy club not a bar and i was like all right dude i'll go across the hall then if you don't want my money like i don't give a shit and he's like, no, 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 keep drinking here. And then the second show, he goes, Ray Roberts, you do guest set. And I'm like a pitcher and a half deep at this point. Jesus. And Fultron, like I just like stumbled through my whole set. And Fultron, after I get off stage, he's like, we've all been there, man. And I was like, God damn it, dude. I look like an asshole in front of some dude I've been watching do comedy for like a decade. Dude, he literally, we've all been there to me last night. Because like early show great crowd good set you know hosting is always weird because you just are like biting the bullet late show i got heckled before i even like said anything that's awesome by three different people uh this one dude wouldn't stop talking every time i'd be doing the setup to a joke and he would be doing like the bomb whistling noise like <laughs> he'd like just start <laughs> doing that and i'm like well this joke's done now 
Which that's, but that's objectively hilarious. Yeah. And I had a good comeback to it too. And like, he just keeps doing it. And then I finally, I'm like, all right, dude, like you want to talk, what's your name? And he's like, I'm not telling you my name. And I was like, why not? He's like, I'm not doing your jokes for you. And I was like, you're doing everything else. And then this, the woman at the table directly in front of the stage looks at her guy and says out loud, did we pay for this? This is three minutes into the host set. <laughs> okay. And I look at her and I'm like, did you just ask him if you guys paid for this? And she goes, no. And I'm like, and then the guy at the table next to them sells her out and goes, yes, she said that. <laughs> and I go, I know I have ears, man. I heard it. And then his girl, the guy who just sold her out, his girl goes, but we didn't pay for it. Right. And I was like, this is hell. <laughs> this is hell. and then i stood there for a second gathering myself and then the bomb guy starts going again and then someone else on the other side of the stage is talking and i was just like and then P pete yells at this guy and then he stops talking for the next two sets and then at some point he gets upset because he's like talking during john brown's set and john's not acknowledging him so he comes out to the bar and starts bitching about how nobody's talking to him at the comedy show and Pete's like, you don't fucking talk. It's comedy. And then the guy's like, fine, I'll shut up, I guess. I'll just shut up. And I've never seen someone like threaten to just shut up at a comedy show. See, but this is the this. I mean, not to like grandstand on this because like, yes, you're not supposed to talk during a comedy show. But this is the problem with crowd work videos and crowd work shows is people think that regular shows need somebody to speak up and do something like this is the that's what everybody shares online is fucking crowd say, work. Are you telling me this is karma because I only post crowd work videos? No, no, no. Like <laughs> I did. I I just did it last week, too. But I did it because it was like, well, it's more of like, a, hey, I shut the guy up kind of thing. Like, yeah. but like people think that like that's all the clips people see is crowd work because it doesn't burn material. Exactly. So like it makes sense. But like a bunch of people will see it and they'll be like, oh, well, fucking and it's andrew schultz's fault like and i mean he did it the best but like and good for him for becoming a millionaire and there's nothing wrong with it but like when you share when you're a big name and you're just pumping out crowd work people will show up to like regular comedy shows and just be like oh well i'm supposed to be part of the show and that's like that's an issue well the issue i have is like people that you tell them it's not a part of the show and then they're like mm, i think it is because that's all they see like people don't see regular stand-up anymore like unless they're watching fucking specials which nobody is i mean there's people that post just straight up jokes online but also it's just like if you're if you're somewhere and, and like the staff tells you something just listen to fucking staff dude oh for sure i mean but it's also our part of it too like obviously don't talk to a com during a comedy show especially when somebody gives you a warning like the like and i had to do that at the the show that i posted that crowd work I get up there, like, I wanted to post the part where I go up there, and this guy had just been, like, chiming in the whole time. And I go, hey, man, people paid tickets for this. Shut, or paid for people tickets paid for this. tickets? <laughs> yeah, I was like, people paid for tickets to this. Shut the fuck up. Like, you've done a good, like, I'm not the guy who was the beginning. I was like, I'm not Corey. I'm going to, I'm going to do really good. You shut up. You've been good so far. Thanks for getting us this far, but let me handle it from now. And well, then, I like, you just stop. I heard that you're here to mess, but you've been good recently. Dude. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I am coming in a little hot today. Dude. I'm a little fucking dude. <laughs> the guy, like, I didn't. Here's the thing. The fucking show sucked. <laughs> like, it was not a good Jesus. show. And the guy, the guy who booked it goes, hey, how was the show last night? 
Like everybody, like I did the best on the show, like objectively did the best on the show. The quote unquote headliner, who's a good comic only did 30. I did 25. Like, so he did five more minutes than I did. So like for this guy to be like, oh, Ray's been hit or miss. It's like, yeah, dude, you see me at open mics at like on a fucking Wednesday. I'm going to try new jokes and they're not going to work. That bothers me so much. People that judge mics. Yeah, it's a it's like a real thing here. Like people are like, oh, he's tanking his. It's like, no, I'm not taking my set. It's an open mic on a fucking Wednesday. Like I'm supposed to be trying something new. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Like that's what that's what an open mic's for. It's not the real show. That's uh, that drives me bonkers. Yeah. And then you're going to you're going to pay me almost one hundred dollars to do twenty five minutes at this shitty bar show. That's why I'm. Is he one of those people that only because there are people that like only do open mics. So that's their shows. So like if they see you do bad at an open mic, they're like, I'm killing my scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does open mics. And it's it was the guy who played guitar at the Green Bay show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's And he's objective. Like, yeah, I like Ross. I'll say whatever. Like we talked about it. Like we chatted it out. Like he's a nice guy, but he also plays like the same three to four songs at every mic slash show that he books. So, I mean. We all don't have five minute comedy songs. <laughs> like some of us have to work out material. <laughs> like it's it's it is what it is, you know? And it's it's one of those like I don't know. He books his own shows because he'll like get booked on other random shows because he's got a guitar. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, I book real shows at club weekends and shit. Like I have to work on material. Let's like let's guitar. fucking I'm gonna bring my guitar to Wisconsin when I come back. I'm gonna fucking kill you if you do that. <laughs> Actually, I do have a bit that needs a guitar. Have you, that I have tried you, have you ever heard that song by Odetta? No. The classic song called Hit or Miss. I there's swear to God, it's a song. Look it up. It's there's, really a, good. there's a song by Newfound Glory called Hit or Miss as well. Oh, okay. Well, this one, that probably doesn't have as much soul. Well, but that's the thing is you don't expect it like having a decent set at a bar show that like nobody, nobody in the crowd wanted to be there for this show. Jesus, dude. Did you just take a picture of yourself? No, I like I, I like bumped my desk and it moved the mouse and it like pulled up like it like you know when you hover over an icon and it like opens up something. Yeah. It like popped the internet up for a second and it, it just looked was... like you men in black like flashed yourself. No, I'm <laughs> just sitting in the dark because I'm hungover. <laughs> but no, like so you like you I was like proud of what I did last night. Like I survived the 25 minutes. Like it was perfectly fine. Like it was pretty tight. Like there were a couple lulls that like just happened because you're at a bar show that nobody cares about, but compared to everybody else on the show, I did well. And then you're like, Oh yeah. Like I had a good time. I don't want to shit all over your room and say that it's a terrible setup and nobody was there for comedy and the mic stopped working. I'm not going to shit on you because I want you to keep paying me good money to do comedy. And then it's like, Oh, you just sent the wrong message in the wrong chat. You fucking clown. Fucking clown. That is like really funny that he did do that though. And then you can unsend a message. I've seen people do it. Oh, I saw like I was in the chat, like, and I saw it come through, and I was like, there's no way he meant to do that. So I screenshotted that before he unsent it. Smart. And then he just doubled down. And I was like, like, and I almost respect the I got caught. Like, we're just gonna keep it in here. That's better than being like, what message? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and the other part about it is like I was I told uh, Tyler Ross, I was like, because I sent it to him, too. And I was like, you know, if it like one, I'm proud of myself for not like lighting him up instantly in the chat, because there's a time where I would have just went scorched earth and probably never talked to anybody in that you, chat again. You would have done that? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no <then> way. <laughs> when? 
<laughs> like I've six never, months ago. <laughs> I've never seen you do that before. <laughs> I would say the the guy, the yoga guy. <laughs> he's not gonna light anybody up. <laughs> so, so I'm glad I didn't do that. But it was also it was also if it wouldn't have been. Yeah, he's hit or miss, but he's been hitting lately, I've seen. I was like, all right, well, at least he meant it as kind of a compliment. Like, yeah. he, And if it would have just been like, he's hit or miss, and that was dead stop what it was, I would have been like, all right, fuck face, here we go. But Also, like, if that's the worst thing people are saying behind exactly. your back, not bad. No, and means. that's even, and he, like, messaged me separately, and he's like, hey, man, and I go, look, like, it could have been worse, whatever, just double check who you're sending shit to, and you won't have any issues, and he's like, honestly, that could have been about anybody, and I was like, yeah, you're not wrong, but you put my fucking name in it, and send it into the group chat, <laughs> like, like, if it would have just been, he can be hit or miss, like, it could have been any of us on that show, yeah. like, nobody did great, but whatever. I like that, it, yeah, it could have just been he's, but it just says Ray. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> That's, that's the problem it's like at any other point i would have been like all right cool could have been me but like i'm not gonna give him shit about it i wish he would have doubled down and was like uh no i was talking about tim yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it says range he's like that's just code <laughs> but that's like i almost that's i almost respect it because he was just like and he even put in there, he's like, yeah, man, full transparency. I fucked up. Shouldn't have done it. And it's like, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. like I'm going to be a, like, I'm going to be a dickhead about it for a minute. But like, I'm not going to like, I don't know. It could have been funny. worse. Yeah, and that's that's it's like, I'm going to probably clip it and make that my fucking like uh, my header picture or something on some website. Oh, just, really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny. Um, But no, I don't know. But how'd the rest of the weekend go? Because Matt Fultron, like literally... He, I learned more from watching him do two sets than I've, I learned in like six ever doing comedy. Cause like he did this yeah. cool thing of like, it was a late Saturday show and nobody gave a shit. And like, he did like a quick crowd work thing. Cause nobody cared. And he's like quick crowd work thing. And then he would like jump back into he material. It like, he was just like quick crowd work. And they were like, what? And then he just did it. <laughs> no, but like, I forgot right. what it was like. And like I almost equate it to, and I think I might've said it, but like he put like a stake in the ground and was like, this is where we're all rallying is right here. Like we're all around here. And then he would like try to do material and he would get further and further away from that stake. And then when like people started getting squirrely, he'd be like, all right, remember that thing we all liked again? Like, and he would like hit that well again and then start to like build material off of it. And like, I've never seen somebody do two shows that were it was the same material but it was completely different like order completely different way that he got into it and i was like oh this is what it looks like when you've been doing this for 20 years like it's it's wild now he was real good like he had i don't know what was in the water this weekend dude but the late shows on both nights were just a nightmare um the Friday late show, he literally had us set up a secondary mic next to the stage because so many people were talking. He was like, if you actually want to talk that bad, raise your hand. You can come up to the mic. You can talk. And then when I say you're done, you're done. And then like the first dude that went up to the microphone just like could barely speak English. <laughs> so it like kind of <laughs> didn't work. It was funny. And then like yesterday's late show wasn't as bad for him because like the guy that was a dickhead got kicked out by then. But like like four of just like the, on the scale of good to bad crowds every crowd was just like completely different on the scale and he just like was completely unfazed by it it's pretty nuts yeah he's been do- i mean but he's been doing it forever and yeah. like 
that's one of those things where you're like, it's so cool to see somebody who's been doing it that long, just like at the spot where I can go do comedy for free. But then you're also like, fuck, in 20 years, I might just be headlining the funny stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't think he like has, I don't think he's one of those guys that has to headline. No, I think stuff. he enjoys it. I think he's I think one he of those guys that likes show. it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure they pay him decently for like a random weekend in February. Yeah, because he literally, like, I mean, I ate shit on the early set last night, and he was, like, he was so nice about it. He was, like, hey, man, you, like, did your job still. You didn't, like, tank the show. You did your job. Yeah. It happens, man. It's the funny stop on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the like, best. And, like, we're friends on Facebook just because, like, whatever. I was in that, like, Bill Stone friending everybody I saw at the oh, funny stop face. Brag about it. Brag about it. Adam, whatever. He, like, doesn't post on it very much. But, like, he posted a picture and was like, I'm ready for this roadhouse weekend. <laughs> of, like, or, like, this Swayze-less roadhouse weekend. And I was like, yep, that's 100% what the funny stop is. It's just, like, you don't know. You just don't know. Dude, I mean, during his late set, it was literally him trying to start his set with the guy who's heckling every comic screaming at Pete in the bar. And he was the one that was upset that the show was not going as scheduled. The guy that was yelling at every comic was like, this isn't what I paid for. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Some I mean, people, it... you just want them to just die. Die. Wow. Not like a painful death, but like before they reproduce for sure. Oh, I'm I'm down for castrating somebody who talks during a comedy somebody. show. I just like if they just drink too much Mountain Dew or whatever and can't have kids, that's fine. <laughs> that's so I like quasi got fired from my job this week. Quasi? Um, well, I put my two weeks notice in on Wednesday, oh, and nice. then yeah, and because I just needed I need a new job, and it's just not working, and I need something that's less stressful. So like I'm gonna end up working at a coffee shop. It's gonna be sick. Um, Dude, Starbucks like, benefits get those menus. There's a spot called I'm not gonna say it on here because I don't want it to. It's there's like a local chain around here that's like uh Chicago, uh Milwaukee, Madison that's like unionized and all this other shit. So it's like a real job, but like still um flexible with like outside stuff. Like the lady was like, Oh yeah, this is a ton of people's like second job, even the full-time people. So I was like, All right, oh, sick. sick. Like yeah, yeah, that's and she was like, and like right in the interview, she's like, oh, and I was like, yeah, I did like, she's like, tell me about yourself. I was like, I do stand up comedy. I'm looking for something to be like a little bit more flexible than like my career job that I have now. Like, I want a job, job, not a career. And she's like, oh, well, you're already going to fit in because I love comedy. So I was like, all right, if you're in charge of the that's schedule, a sick, I'm going to. That's an insane interview. You normally people are like red flag and she's like green light. Let's fucking go. Yeah. And that's so like instantly I was like, all right, like this is my spot. Like, this will be cool. And, uh, but like I put I put my two weeks in on Wednesday because I have like a pending offer at another job that's like I'm not going to take. Um, but uh, I put it in on Wednesday, then did nothing for like all Wednesday. And then Thursday did nothing as well because I put my two weeks notice. Yeah. In. Like I'm quitting. I work a commission job like I get a base salary, but like I won't be there for them to pay my commission next month. So like, why the fuck am I going to call? And then I'm out to dinner Thursday night before the uh, improv mic. Cause I was like, well, I put my two weeks in, like, I've got no reason not to like hit comedy all the time. So I'm about to go to like the improv mic and I get a phone call and they're like, so, uh, it seems like you're two feet out here. Uh, like you're already like checked out and, uh, aren't going to work that hard. And I was like, yeah, I put my two weeks in and I'm in a commission job and like, I'm not going to see commission. So like, I told you this, like, I asked you what the plan was and you didn't tell me so, what like, the plan was. 
no fucking like they they're not they don't they can't just mail you the commission check after you leave. No, it's like a Wisconsin thing of like they don't have to pay you your bonuses if you don't work there anymore. It's very yeah, weird. So why would anyone work then? That's that was my point. And so they're like, well, you still have to like hit your like all of your like metrics and stuff if you're going to be here. Or if you want, since you put your two weeks notice in, uh, you can just stay home and we'll pay you out your two weeks notice. And I was like, well, why the fuck wouldn't you just lead with that? Like, why wouldn't you just be like, hey, instead of you coming here and wasting everybody's time, uh, we'll pay you to stay at home. So I'm getting paid through the 23rd to not work somewhere. Like, that's how little I was fired. You didn't get fired. I mean, quasi. That's why I said quasi fired. They told me they said I was more valuable at home than I was at the company. Yeah, but that's on them. I know. They set you up to want to not work. And then they're like, hey, guys, I don't know why this isn't working. (laughs) (laughs) We told them we weren't going to pay him. Right. Why isn't he doing anything? When they even what tried to like pull some like because like I put it in like our work chat at a certain point. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, absolutely nothing. Like I'm answering emails, but like I'm not doing outbound phone calls because if like they don't answer and I put my voice like give them a voicemail, like they'll call back in two weeks and I won't be here. That's confusing as fuck for everybody. And they were like, well, you got to do something. And I was like, all right, well, I don't get paid commission on it. So like I'll just funnel it to the other guy. So at least like we pat his paycheck. Like I'll do that and I'll be a nice guy about it. Like whatever. And then they were like, well, we can't do that either. So like, we'll find a way to get you paid on your commission. And then like, literally it was like three hours later. They're like, Hey, uh, it probably just makes more sense for you to stay home and we'll just pay you not to be here. And I was like, all right, cool guys. Like whatever. It's like, so it's just like someone's like, imagine, Oh Jesus Christ. Can we pause for a second? Is that yeah. possible? Uh, yeah, like we a just commercial break. Hey, Guys, we'll uh, we'll be right back. This phone call for Joe Briggs is brought to you by Great Clips. Great Clips. Not the greatest time for a phone call? Well, it's always the greatest time for a haircut. Great Clips. Call Joe whenever. Papa Bear. Welcome back. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that commercial from uh, Great Clips. and uh... <laughs> The 45-minute commercial break. <laughs> well, it'll seem like seconds to the listeners and the so viewers, but uh, it was actually uh, much longer than it should have been. Three whole days. Three whole days. Yeah, this is we <laughs> we went to tip. bed, woke back up, and put the same clothes on just so we. I could never be changed, man. I've been wearing it. <laughs> Joe went out and got hammered again last night, so he's hungover. Um, it did, it took see... little to no effort. Hey little to no effort to get drunk again um did you see that uh the uh f1 show drive to survive is coming out they're they're scheduled for march and and max verstappen said he won't be on it what what a coward he said that like i guess it's been a big thing is that like a bunch of the f1 drivers hate the show because they like make up like fake rivalries and shit like that and so yeah, that's why all, Verstappen will be on it. It's a hundred percent true. They just like they're right, like this but... is a pretty boring sport, believe it or not. So we need to add some drama to get viewers hooked, and it works. People are like getting into F one because of the show, but they're, they're just like making shit up blatantly. And this, but this season wasn't boring, and there were like real things. Like yeah. this would be like the real one because yeah, they manufactured it a little bit in the past, but like this year was like this was like a real year. Yeah. No, it uh. 
It's like the weirdest show on television, and I fucking love it. Yeah, it's the best. Like, especially like, I mean, when we get fucking not that either one of us, because I'm looking for a job that might. Oh, no, both of the jobs that I've applied for don't drug test. So especially when you get like way super high and then you just watch <laughs> you watch F1 all day. It rules. Dude, it is. Uh, the drama makes the show fun. Like, honestly, like I could see myself watching like Real Housewives in New Jersey now just because this dumb F1 show. Well, I mean, I watch like stupid reality. Like I watch The Bachelor all the time. Like it's basically the same thing. Every I week I'll watch The Bachelor. I can't do it. Dude, you got to get into it. Like what you need is like a good season. Like the season that I first started watching it was Hannah Brown's Bachelorette season. Or no, it was the one that Hannah Brown was like the one of the contestants. I think it was Clayton's season. Colton. Colton. Because there's Clayton now and then there was Colton a few seasons ago. Yeah, but like her, it was, was so like- good. They're just like, check out this hot slab of beef. And it's a guy that's better looking than I'll ever be. Yeah. And just like 20 borderline insane women. 30. 30. My bad. That makes it way better. (laughs) (laughs) Like how, what's going on in your head that you're like, you know what? I think I got a shot. Well now, but like, there's the fun, like, cause we're 20 seasons in at this point or something crazy. Like now there's that whole like and what makes it fun is there's like a whole like background of like, are these people really on the show? Because you can get like legit Instagram famous from being on the show like this, like the show has like made so many people money just by being like Instagram influencers for like Viore or for like random like bath bomb shit. Like it's it's insane. So, like, people will go on there just to get, like, Instagram famous. So, like, it's more fun because you're just, like, look at all these hot people and then, like, watch them get famous. And then maybe they'll fall in love. And then, like, it's it's just insane. It's just so much that fun. doesn't do it for me, though. Just look at these hot people. I'm just like, uh, why? But, I mean, you this know? season's, like, the fr- it's been real boring because of, like, COVID shit. Because, like, they travel to, like, real pretty places. So, like, that's a fun watch. Um, it's just like a fun, it's a, it's a good, dumb, like Monday night. I'm on my phone tweeting along with it. I'm a little high. Like, it's just a fun, dumb show to get lost in. I mean, I get it, but I also don't get it at all. I mean, but you want to watch the real housewives show. <laughs> like, no, it's I, the was, same. I was joking. I don't want to watch that. Uh-huh. It was just, a, it was a, that was, that was a, that's what we call a bit in the comedy game. <laughs> And that's what they mean by raise a little, hit or miss. <laughs> I wish we could get the fucking whistle guy from my show last night to just keep that going. Just, Dude, what a weird weekend. So he was doing the bomb shit. And then there was another show this weekend where after every single joke, some dude would just yell good or bad from the audience. That's, I almost, I don't know. Insane. That's I respect him a little bit. Yeah, not a real show, but I would do that. I did that um, at a, at the Skyline mic. One of the ones that I probably missed, there's a guy who, like, every time I go up, he'll be like, is this going to be a good one? I'll be like, well, it's all new shit because it's an open mic. So, like, what I want you to do is give me a rating between one and five on the joke. So, after it's done, I will look in the corner and see if it's one through five. So, like, I'll, like, hit a joke, and then I'll look over there, and he was, like, sitting in a shadow, so I couldn't see him. So, it was, like... Mitchell, we didn't think this through. I can't see you. You're in the dark. What would you score that one? He's like two and a half. It's <laughs> like all right. <laughs> so that like that's fun, but that's, that's during really like 
I'm in on it. Like, it's not just some dude being like, that one sucks. This guy wasn't in on it, but he turned out to be kind of cool because one of the jokes I was just getting through the setup to the joke. Jesus fucking Christ. Let's take another break here from Great Clinton. Is your head about to explode from frustration because your dad keeps calling you during a podcast? Well, that head you want to make sure has a great haircut. So go to Great Clips. Great Clips. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, you want a coffee? Yeah, dude. Coffee rules. I was like, I was like, I was like, I said, please don't call. And he's like, yeah, but then I drove past. I was like, just see if you wanted a coffee. And I was like, I'll take a coffee, but stop calling. <laughs> we should have your dad on at some point. I bet you that would be just an insane episode. It'd be bonkers, dude. He the would he would finally admit to being in the mob. Like I would get it out of him. He's lived a thousand lives. I'm sure he has. Uh you could only do it in person because he doesn't understand Zoom though. Like no, he could never next time he I'm could in never... town. This no. Next time I'm in town, we'll bring him in. It'll be like it'll be like Mike's episode, only better because it's your dad and he's yeah. he's a magnet. Like that dude, that I can dude, see where you get your presentation skills because that guy knows how to build like a mystique around him. If I if I had half of the presentational and confidence skills that that man had, and the care he's so charismatic. If I had yeah. that, I'd be he's famous insane. right now. Like, I wanted to hang out with them. It's almost like hanging out with a cop where, like, you want to, like, hang out to, like, hear, like, their crazy stories, but you also don't want to say too much around them because then you, like, know that, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's, like, that's why I was, like, oh, this guy's very interesting. I'm not going to talk to him the rest of the night because I don't need him figuring me out. Dude, he literally, the other day, he's, like, what are you doing? And I was, like, I'm going to go to the gym with Joe Graham. And he goes, Joe Graham, is he the guy that smokes cigarettes on the porch? I'm like, yep. And he's like, he's the drug dealer, right? And I'm like, he works at a dispensary. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad's like, so he deals drugs. I'm like, I mean, it's legal. He goes, it's still a federal crime. And I'm like, what are you doing right now? (laughs) They're putting me out of business. (laughs) Dude, I just was like, what is happening? Even though, even the day you met him, he was just sitting in the corner on the patio by himself, by by himself at a, at a wedding party or like at an engagement party. Like that is the most mafia shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And then people would just randomly go over and pay their respects. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's the fucking man. That was so funny, dude. Just Don, he's just Don Corleone, Don Briggs. (laughs) <laughs> Don Briggs. But yeah, that's exciting. Um but no, it was uh um I'm excited for this next uh this next little path on my life. Like I have to like it's one of those like I'm actually kind of like focusing everything around this stupid shit. Um so I've like decided not to be like a career person and I'm very excited about it. It was going to be sweet. I'm a little jealous. I mean, it's, I mean, but here's the thing. You've been doing it for like four years. I've been doing it for seven. So it's like one of those, like, Hey man, like I'm actually right. And it's that hit or miss thing really gets me. Like it really hit me today. Cause I was like, I'm actually on like a real good streak of like, I'm trying again. I've like been hitting mics. I've like been writing new shit. I've been like, I've been on fire at these shows that shouldn't go well. And then you're just like, okay, like things are all starting to line up. And then it's just like, 
all right, well, like, let's fucking, let's try to like work everything around it, make sure it's number one. And then I don't know, like I have like, uh, Tyler's doing like a bunch of shows in Ohio, like the first week of April. And I have to be back for like the, for Jorge's movie premiere on like the 15th. And I was like, man, if I wasn't starting a new job, I could have made this work to like do like a two week run of just like, just doing comedy to see how it would go. And but it's like it's starting to make sense. It's all starting to kind of come together. The uh, that's pretty sick. I think I think in, in I think in June I'm hitting four years, and it feels weird because it went quick. It's like yeah. Wait till you wait till you hit seven, and you're like, what the fuck have I been doing? Because like everything that you hear is like, oh, 10 years, ten years, and I'm like, I have like a lot to go. Like I have a lot to get done in three years to hit that, and I'm. Like, I don't have, like, a real, like, stopwatch on it of, like, where I should be versus where I am because, like, I've honestly been trying maybe three, four years, like, actually trying and not just, like, going and hanging out and then, like, talking shit on a mic just to be an asshole. And so, like, I think, like, I'm secure at where I'm at, but I've, like, finally started just being, like, yeah, dude, I can do a half hour. Like, do I have a half hour of real tight material? No, but I see all these fucking clowns who don't have half the material i have getting all these shows so like i can i can manage that better and i think it's just like the finally that like belief in myself of like all right like we can do this and we're going to do this not like i want to do this there's so many people that just fucking mail it in too like on those longer sets it's very frustrating well it's not even mailing it in it's like like the guy last night and i mean he was set up for failure i somehow navigated it and got it well and like he just like he kept trying to do material when they didn't care. And like, at like I was doing material as well. And then finally he was just like, you guys don't want to hear jokes. So I'll just talk to you and eat up my time. And it was like one of the, but it was like a very like self-aware, like they're not like, we just all have to survive the show. But then I'll see these people who are like, they'll, they'll do that. And they'll just like start, like, they just don't, you can tell that they don't have the material. And like, so when you're up there and you're doing it and then you have people who are like, oh, he's hit or miss at, like, open mics. And you're like, yeah, that's why I have the fucking material to knock it out of the park at your dumb shit show is because I do shit like that. Like, I I have, like, I have real shows to, like, work things out and do it. Like, it's, like, I'm not doing 25 minutes because I'm nice. Like, I'm, because I'm nice to you, sure, but I'm doing 25 minutes because I want to have a good 25 so I can take it to a club and be good at this. Yeah. Sometimes, like, comedy is just the most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking about it now, and, and like, after the shows yesterday, I'm just like, man, it's so fucking dumb. Like, why? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's that's almost what's so fun about it is that it is, and I even said it during my set last night. It's like, I, I was like, I, I and I, I just full out called it out. I was like, I'm up here talking about my dick to a bunch of people who wanted to just drink and have fun on a Saturday night. And I'm getting paid good money to do it. Like this is the biggest grift of all times. Like I've like, there's no reason that I should be getting paid to do this. And then like, they almost got everybody on my team. Cause it was like yeah. five minutes in and like, nobody gave a shit. And I was like, do you know what guys, you awesome. don't want to be here. I've got 20 more minutes to kill. Let's just call a spade a spade and let's get this fucking rolling. Like grift I'm, is a great I'm, word. It is a good word um Dude, but like, i was like i'm gonna get I, right well and then i get off stage and like the guy's like you actually because i'll like i'll do this thing at bar shows or like 
shows lately and I'll do it. Like, I'm sure you've seen me do it from time to time where I'll be like, I've got six minutes left. Like I'll check in on like the time just to be like, all right, we're all surviving. And he's like, you don't need to do that. And it's like, I don't need to, but when they're starting to get a little squirrely, I want to let them know that like one, I have to do well, right. Like if you don't like this, it's going to be done in 15 minutes. I'm letting you know that it's going to be done too. If you do like it, then you're in on the joke. So like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you're like, Oh, it's only 15 minutes. I'll shut up for 15 minutes. Like it's like a nice way to just like read the room. Am I going to do that at a club? No, because they're there for a show. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I only do it at clubs. (laughs) <laughs> like I've, am i gonna do it at a real show no but i'm gonna do it at a bar show or at a show that's at like a supper club like why the fuck not you know what we should do one of these episodes because hmm. you know how like people always post videos or clips and they're like if you do comedy listen to this advice and it's just all the advice we've always heard doing comedy yeah we should Same do like advice no we should just give terrible advice <laughs> Oh, it's all terrible advice. That's yeah. That, that's the bit is that all of comedy advice is terrible advice. It's so bad. Before you, before every show, I just hold myself for forty-five to fifty minutes. In hey, which, <laughs> what you, what you should do is go in the bathroom and then just like slap your dick around so like you can they can tell you're a little hard while you're on stage just to assert dominance. I always take a shit, and no matter how bad it is, one wipe. One wipe. Whatever stays, stays. Just to remind myself, I'm not shit. Do you want to be good at comedy? Look yourself in the mirror and ask if you want to be good. One wipe. You need to get like, you need to have a joke about uh, vaginas is really what you need to do. Like, fuck everything else. Am I cutting out? about your audio right now your mic's cutting out is it yeah i don't think it's my headphones man look at us have you or a loved one recently looked in a mirror and said i could use a fucking haircut well then go to great clips it's the greatest clip that you can clip on your hair and i would think that you know I'm waiting for Ray to fix his microphone, so I'm is just gonna jibble jabble with you boys. What's up? Is it working? Yeah. All right. But the way that this stupid clamp on this fucking microphone, it'll like hit the down button and then shut off the microphone. That's a pro level move. Well, I like I readjusted it beforehand to make sure, and then it still did it. I. Uh, yeah, usually I have the audio issues, but today the podcast said I got different plans for this one. We're gonna turn things around a little bit. We're gonna mix it up. We're really gonna we're really gonna drive this hit or miss like vibe. For this so if you wanna podcast. if you wanna do comedy, you wanna have a podcast, make sure none of your equipment works. That's if you've learned anything from us, do you want no make sure it works, but just like intermittently in like annoying times that it doesn't work. Like right yeah. when you're kind of hitting like a stride on a bit, make sure that everything cuts out. Text your parents before every recording and say, I'm free. No context. <laughs> Bring all of your friends to every single set you do, especially when you first start. So they see you from the bottom and then respect you when you get better. Every show, go up to the host and say, hey, I haven't done this much, but my friends say I'm funny. Tell the same story, 
like your friends would be there. Like, don't punch it up. Don't make it better. Tell the same yeah. story the same way every single time. And then the, blame the crowd. I would say the best punchline is just saying the word fuck. Oh, great punchline. Dunkin' Donuts. Fuck. <laughs> Comedy gold. Keep it. That's on the house. That's that's really not a bad... Like, if somebody ended a joke, Dunkin' Donuts, fuck. Like, that's not... A, like, that might be a punchline to something. <laughs> Don't ever write anything ever. So, I mean, this is... That's just, like, information that I give myself. I went through my notes the other day because I'll, like, put things in, like, my notes app while I'm, like, stoned or, like, in the middle of the night or something. And, like, I'll just, like, instead of writing the whole bit out, like, I'll put, like, the bare bones. And then, like, Sober Ray will, like, have to figure out, like, what I meant by it. And so, like, it's kind of writing that way. And I woke up and the note, I want to verbatim read it to you. Because usually, like, there's something behind it. I can't read. But it is Shrek. Just something about Shrek. (laughs) Did you put a fuck at the end of that? (laughs) You go up on stage and you're like, Shrek. There's something about Shrek. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> that's actually a joke. Like, that's that's somebody's... It's comedy gold. That's that's on the, the free jokes on the house today, baby. <laughs> but, like, it's just, just something like that. Where you're just like, what the fuck was I thinking, man? Um, Shrek. Something about Shrek. Dude, it's funny if you just go on stage and tell the story of how you write. And like, yeah, but sometimes I don't know what it means like this note. And you just say that it's pretty funny. It is funny at an but open mic, yeah. but I hate it when people do it on real shows. I hate that shit when there's a real crowd and they're like, let me go through my notes and just see if something sticks. You're like, all right, I get it. But like, you're going to no, I mean, turn right it into now. a bit. Don't read your notes. Eh, I don't like comedy about comedy. That's yeah. I think that's something that I hate more than anything is comedy about comedy. Like there's a spot for it. Like if, really? Because some... I hate the Nazis more than anything. <laughs> Details matter, right? Uh, what I'm trying to say is they had a point. Um, but, <laughs> but no, like when somebody's like, oh, I was at this other open mic and, th- and it's like, all right, guy, like. I understand that you're used to doing shows in front of only comics, but like there's 40 people here who don't give a fuck about open mic comedy. They want to laugh. Jesus. 40? Oh, sorry. I do shows where like actual crowds show up. Um, At open mics? 40 people. Sometimes. What the fuck is this shit? Where? I don't usually do open mics with 40 people at it, but like I'm talking okay, like I don't I care like, if you do I don't care if you do comedy about comedy at an open mic because that's who you're doing comedy for is other comedians. But yeah. like if you're like at if you're at a bar show and you're like, oh, so everybody's always like comedians do this, but I'm like a different com-, and you're like, nobody gives a fuck about what comedians do. Just tell your stupid joke. Like make it make an actual joke. Don't do yeah. like the easy. I'm a comedian, and that's this is what comedians do. I, I was waiting for my dad to call. There's like a sixth sense where I was like, I can feel the T-Mobile generating a phone call right now. But I what think- if he like Kool Aid Man walked through your front door <laughs> right now? Dude, he did that yesterday. 
<laughs> just busted in and he's like hey you guys go. got a pretty good thing going let me let me interject i was getting ready to go to the funny stop and i'm literally taking a shit and i hear my door open and then he comes in grabs something i left for him and then closes the door and i was like no knock <laughs> just didn't think i was home i'm just deucing <laughs> would have been of like a better thing is if you were like hey just come in whenever and he's like i own the place and then just like leaves just like some real alpha dad shit. <laughs> like, I own the place. It's a mine. I'm a me. Mama mia. You know how he sounds. <laughs> he does sound Italian. Like he does. Yeah. He doesn't sound not it's, Italian. Chef Boyardee was a real person. Well, he was, I suppose, actually. Was right. Chef Boyardee real? Yeah, he's from Cleveland, dude. No, he was not. I swear to God. All Hector right, gonna... Boyardee. Hector. Well, that was his fake name because nobody could pronounce his Italian name, but he is from Cleveland. He is like Vitor Biordi. Wow. Vitor Biordi. Papa Jula. He wants to have. He's Italian. What? Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Who told you? <laughs> um, his, his wife's name was Helen, his child's name was Mario. Um, he died in Parma. Like I said, dude, Cleveland famous. Hey, do you know who else is from Cleveland that I found out? Dr. Oz is from Cleveland. Uh, really? Yeah. I was on the highway and I was driving from one mic to the other. Cause you know how us comedians get into wacky things while we're driving from one mic to the next. Um, I was driving from the improv to like that Pabst place that we went when you're in town. Oh, sweet. Is, yeah, it's a very cool room. Um, I ate shit in that room. Um, coolest but then, room I've like legitimately like one of the coolest looking rooms I've ever done comedy in. Yeah, it's very like we were making fun of it that like if you tell an anti-Semitic joke in that room, the walls start laughing from all the old Nazis that used to live there. <laughs> but uh, like I was driving and I somebody's license plate said Dr. Oz on it. So I was like quick, like Googling while driving, like if Dr. Oz would have any reason to be in Milwaukee. And then I like pulled up next to them and it was like quite obviously not Dr. Oz. And, like, <laughs> and, I, was, and I was just very confused as to why from... somebody would have a Dr. Oz room. Or so he's plate. from Ohio? Yeah. Let me relook it up. Dude, he's it was a like, fucking hack, right? Well, he's like running for Senate or some shit right in, there. In yeah. Pennsylvania, not Ohio. Yeah, he was born in Cleveland. Dude, what a we have we we export like some of the worst people. Ohio's got to be one of like the weirdest. Like it, there's so many people that are from there. Yeah, born in Cleveland, Ohio, in 1960, he went to he went to Penn and like grad or he went to Harvard and then graduated from Penn as well. But yeah, like it's weird he went to like he has he was in the turkish military yeah turkey dr oz yeah weird isn't turkey like is that the one that's like bad right now uh i mean if we want to do a history lesson like half of the reason why the world is the way the world is is because of turkey but um like back Istanbul, after World War II, Constantinople. That was Istanbul. Was Constantinople. You remember that song? Yeah. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> hey, you wanted this is this is peak male performance right now. <laughs> Frank Thomas over here, like <laughs> with Nugenics. Um, <laughs> but Doctor Oz with Nugenics, no. baby. Doctor Oz, but no, Turkey is one of the reasons why, like, uh, like we were supposed to give part of like Turkey and Iraq to like the Kurds. Um, but like Turkey wouldn't want to give up part of their thing. And like, they just recently in world war two, like stopped being like a Muslim nation. They like made it. So they'd be like, just kind of like us, but only Muslim rated, but they, they made it secular and we wanted another secular country in there. So we didn't want to take anything from them. So that's why there's like a bunch of unrest in the middle East because we just like, wouldn't give people what we promised them. It was like a whole thing. Classic us just not doing what we said, but then getting mad when other people don't do what they said. Pretty much, yeah. Like that's that's hey, one of the big things. There's like credible reports that say Russia's invading on Wednesday. So anything you added to you get two more days. We're not like, but no, what's gonna happen? Like it's Syria know. all over again, where we were talking shit, like when Obama was talking shit about Syria, and then we were like, You better not do it, and then like they did it, and then we just didn't do anything because yeah, everybody it's... was like, Hey, don't go to war. It was different because it was Syria bombing Syria. That's also true. I mean, this is like two separate countries. Like, and one of them is... Is it two separate countries? A hundred percent. And like, Ukraine is literally like, we would really prefer to stay sovereign. (laughs) Across (laughs) the board. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be a good look, but I don't know. There's like... so many funny posts online though like on reddit like some dude was on reddit and he's in the ukraine and he posted a picture of his computer and he's like yeah super excited i just bought this new gaming pc however pretty bummed i'm gonna get drafted for the next world war in three days (laughs) 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 well i put it i put a tweet out i was like i like that i like being on this plane of existence because i've lived through multiple I'm going to survive world war three, like joke premises. Like there's been like multiple times on the internet. Cause like Syria was going to be world war three. Um, Iran a couple years ago was going to be world war three. Like it's been like a fun, like ever since 2001, like it's been a real fun. Hey, we're living pre world war three times. Yeah. Hey, we're good for us though. It is what it is. I was watching um, 300 yesterday and I was because like that came out in 2006 and I was like, I want to know, like, because there's a bunch of people who like look at 300 now as like a weird like white nationalist movie. And you're like looking at it because I mean, it kind of is like there's a bunch of people who like call themselves Spartans and shit that are like white nationalists. And you're like, oh. Well, they, like, but like, it was one hundred percent like just like a war wartime propaganda movie because it was 06, like when like Iraq was starting to go a little wonky and like WMDs just came out like as like not even being a real thing, and you're like, oh, this was made just to get like sixteen to seventeen year old dudes like hyped Amped up to up. like go die for their country. Because I remember the first time I saw it, it came out in 06. I was 16. And I was like, let's go get in a fight right now. Like, like you're just like, this is this is what I want to do. I'll go die for Sparta slash America. And that's like what it was made for. And you're like, man, yeah. like we're going to have all new wartime propaganda again. That just makes me feel like I was such a bitch when I was a kid because I saw that movie and I was like, that was dumb. Oh, I love that movie. I couldn't. I was getting hyped yesterday. There was a, I watched an interview recently with Gerard Butler where he's like talking, you know, like the scene where he's like, this is Sparta, and he kicks him in the hole. Yeah. 
there was like an interview he's like yeah we did like four or five takes of it and they were like i don't know if that's the take and then I was, he's like i was getting frustrated so i just did like an insanely outlandish one and that's the one they put in the movie yeah he's like it's insane he's like when i did it in real life we cut and people started laughing it was like the, so... the whole movie doesn't make sense because he's speaking in like if you're listening if you listen to it it's like i don't know why leonidas is irish like, you're, yeah. like it's such a bad it's such a bad accent and like everybody's got weird accents none of them match up like not even a little bit and then you're just leonidas like well none of this irish. makes sense yeah leonidas. but it's so funny because and it's just like a fun dumb movie to turn on like i'm just like sitting there watching it and i mean it's kind of badass to watch them fight and stuff and then you're like man to be young and filled with testosterone again would be cool yes. but then you're like oh this whole movie was wartime propaganda and like that's all it was made to do is just to be like get everybody juiced and ready to fight for freedom yeah dude you were like saying just filled with testosterone i worked out with graham the other day and there's like a guy who looked like he was older than me who was like doing the like woo at the gym and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to be there again, man. Like, where is that coming from? You know, he's got to be on that Frank Thomas eugenic shit. Like he's he's eugenics. on some shit <laughs> for a better new you eugenics. Your wife will like it, too. <laughs> Wink. Or should we say your ex-wife? Because you'll, you'll you could get anyone you want. You do now that you take this Frank Thomas pill, you know that girls in their 20s exist, even though you're twice their age. Eugenics, more like new wife. <laughs> Frank, eugenics, more like new phone who dis, right? <laughs> Nugenics, more like no, thank you, older women. I'm a piece of shit. New genics, more like new Jenny, not this old bitch I have. Jesus. It's so, what is new genics? Because honestly, we keep doing this bit, and I don't know what it is. It's like uh, it's like some weird Frank Thomas testosterone pill thing. Who's Frank you can Thomas? Get at GNC. Is he the Wendy's guy? No, that's, no Dave he, <laughs> that's Dave Thomas. Frank Thomas played baseball for the White Sox. He's oh. like a giant unit of a man. He, I think his name was the Big Unit or the Big Hurt, something like that. Like he's. And he was a baseball player. Yeah. His name's the Big Hurt, and he played baseball. Yeah. Ouch. He played first base. The Big Hurt. That was his name. Dude, nobody should. Nobody in baseball should have a name that indicates violence. Yeah, but here, let me do like my screen sharey thing so you can see how just absolutely massive this fucking guy was. Like oh, the big hurt. boosters, yeah, pretty much. Fucking share screen. How come I don't know how to do this ever? Screen share. Look at how big this fucking guy is, though. Yeah, that guy's a mountain. Holy shit. Yeah, so like they call him the big hurt, and then like uh, Nugenics number three. Like all like people make fun of the commercials because it'll just be like him with like random like ladies who are like in their like mid thirties or like a little younger, and he'll just be like, Oh, does your husband's dick not work? Get eugenics. <laughs> it'll make you happy too. There's like a photo of him just holding a baseball bat, and it looks like me holding like a child's bat. Cause he's just a yeah. monster. He's a giant. Dude, he's 
He was probably splitting some homes. Is that what the, how they say it in baseball? Splitting some home runs? Cracking splitting some balls? Splitting some home cracking runs? Some balls. I don't fucking get baseball. It's a dumb sport. Um, That's fine. Football. Super Bowl today. The big game. The big... I could give a shit. <laughs> you're not... You're not rooting for Cincinnati? No, I'm not a Bengals fan. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, me either. I'm just trying to want, win some money on it today. I don't want I don't want Odell Beckham to, to win, but I want Matthew Stafford to win. But I right. also don't like LA. And then I don't want someone in our division to win. So I'm like just so indifferent to the whole Super Bowl. Yeah, that's I'm not indifferent about it. Like I want the Rams to win because I want Matthew Stafford to win because he deserves it. But I also don't want Odell Beckham to get a ring. But then I really just don't want the Bengals to get one before we get one. Like that's the biggest thing. It's like if Odell Beckham was on the Bengals, this would be the best case scenario. Like let him be in the Super Bowl. Let him like get his dumb shit let him live in that hellhole that is Cincinnati. That's basically Kentucky. And then you fucking like, then let the Rams kick the shit out of him. But I love Joe Burrow. Like he is so good at football and I love watching him play football. And I'm so mad. I'm going to have to watch him for 20 years, beat the fucking Browns every year. Um, but yeah, it's going to be frustrating. <laughs> I don't know. Baker was hurt all year. I'm still like, I have hope on Baker. I don't know. Baker used to look like real good. Yeah, I'm hoping – I mean, we got one more year of him. I'm hoping um, that, like, he is – it has to be the injury. Like, there's no way that you just fall off that hard. Like, you don't go from, like, being one of the most accurate passers to just, like, absolute trash, like, without that. So, Like, Case Keenum, like, in his post, like, season interview said, there's weeks where I don't even know how he stepped on the field. And it's just like – Yeah. So I don't know, but Cleveland has also like always been a fickle fan base. And so like Brown's Twitter is always insane. So I would hate for him just to be like, I hate being in Cleveland because they don't appreciate us when it's like, Hey man, there's a bunch of people who like support you. Like I, I waffle on him. Like I'll go back and forth on him. Like I hope it works and I hope he's the dude. Cause I mean, he's the only one to win us a playoff game in forever. So like, all right. Yeah. So like, I would rather it work, but I don't know. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for uh, – I got the girl making me some of those, like, grape jelly fucking meatballs. You know, those – like, the the saucy meatballs where it's, like, grape jelly and ketchup as the sauce and it's meatballs? Oh, I have no fucking idea what that is. Dude, is you know. You no, I don't. Know. Grape. I, I love meatballs. Jelly meat. You've, you've seen them, but you probably just didn't know that it was grape jelly that made them. I'm going to dab – these meatballs, brah. These meatballs. These ones. Oh, you know Swedish these meatballs. meatballs. Dude, they're called Swedish meatballs. No Swedish meatballs. See, this is this is this is something that I found yesterday. Swedish meatballs are the more tan one. Different. Dude, we should just have a meatball party. Make all the meatballs. Well, that's what I'm trying to do is have meatballs today. God, I want to when I get like my own place and it's bigger, that's going to be my housewarming party. It's just Joe's meatball party. You want to come? You got to bring some meatballs. I bet you Joe's meatballs. Joe's meatball party would be a good restaurant. Oh, wow. Do some comedy in the back room. Yeah. Uh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> for real? For real? For real. I got it. 
All right. Well, we'll call it. We'll do dates at some other point. We'll have to do one before you come up so we can pimp that show out. So fuck yeah. Um. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. Joe's dad. Tell him I love him. <laughs> I will. Bye. Yeah.